Hello, podcast world. Did you notice? Down is up. What are we going to do about it? Who knows? So I decided to talk about it. This is the world we're now living in. Down is up. Well, everybody, it's come to this. We have no idea how we got here. We have no idea where we're going. We just know we're going. We don't have a choice. We can't stop. So what do we do? We just keep going. And that's a good thing. So when we stop going, we have a problem. Anyway, hello everyone. My name is Jill Joe, And, you know, I love my name. It's a cute little name. Unfortunately, right now, it's a little bit unfortunate. And I used the word unfortunate twice because I really mean it. It's unfortunate because, well, let me give you a hint. White House. Yeah, I said it. The White House is full of people slandering my name. Think about it. Right now, the White House has a Jill and it has a Joe. And they're nothing like me. (laughs) Nothing. All I can tell you is I was there first. I have been Jill Joe longer than they were a thing in the White House. That makes it my name and they're using it. Many years ago, when searching for things on the internet was a really new thing, I think all of us did a thing where we searched for our name just to see what we could find about ourselves. And I did that and found out that there was this couple called Jill and Joe Biden. (laughs) I had no idea who they were. I had no idea where they were from and why they are stealing my name collectively. I didn't care for it. I kind of did a little further digging. Okay, so Joe Biden, he's this slimeball senator, it looks like. Oh, what's this, it says? Hmm, there's a lot of history with this guy. We'll talk about that another time. But, down is up, up is down. What does that mean for us? My cousin Kay and I have decided that's our keyword. Down is up. I ask her, she asks me, how are you doing? How are you? If the response is down is up, that's enough. And that's the truth. We don't know. We don't have a way of dealing with it, but we try. We talk through it. We do what we can through it. We pray through it, we cry through it, we laugh. You have to laugh. If you don't laugh, 
You're broken and nobody wants to be broken. And boy, oh boy, sometimes I know we feel that way. So just a little insight about what this podcast is going to be about is things in this world that are not the way we think they should be or that are not um, pleasing to us from our perspective of faith or politics or right and wrong or law and order or truth and lies or liberty and tyranny. A lot of different things to talk about. And how do we handle them? You know, I have no answers. I always say, I know nothing. And it's true. I have to look it up. But someone once said, all I know is I know nothing. And I have always liked that quote. Because it's so applicable to reality. That we don't know anything. I mean, I don't. I try. I always have said I'm a Jill of all trades because I'm a master of none. Boy, is that the truth. I tell you what, I've tried and tried and tried to do things really, really well. And I, I get just that close to something, just that close to one wonderful thing or another. And you never know. I just don't seem to get there. I don't know why. I think part of it is self-expectation. I expect myself to be able to do certain things. And no matter how hard I try, no matter how much practice, it seems I can't do it. And so, thus goes the world with not being able to do things that we were doing before. Such as, oh, I don't know, going shopping without a face mask? Why do we need a face mask? What's with that? That's crazy. It's, it, it is. And if you know the background behind it, we all do by now, of course, but it's all due to this little pandemic that came along from China. Oh my, China. I don't ever want to go to China. I don't. Do you? No, you don't either. I'm sure you don't. Well, maybe you do. Actually, I have a girlfriend, my very best friend. She went to China. She went to the wall. I was like, oh my gosh, that is so cool. But I still didn't want to go. And I believe, honestly, that all these amazing places that I really, 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 really want to go to and want to see, they'll be there. They'll be there waiting. And if I never get 
go and actually see them, it's okay. Because someday I'll be in heaven and I'll say, Hey God, you know what I really want to see? I want to see that great wall that was in China. Can, can I see that? God's going to say, sure. Bam, there it is. I say, okay, that's really cool. Can I, can I see, you know, like what it looked like? Because I'm assuming that when I ask for the wall, he's just going to show me the wall. It's going to be empty. Here's the wall. The wall is long. The wall is tall. The wall is wide. But it's just a wall. So I'm going to say, okay, God, that's really cool. But can you kind of like put it in its environment? I want to see the trees. And hey, you know what would really be cool? Maybe you can send it back to when it was being built. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I would love to see what it looked like when it was being built. Could you do that, God? Sure, Jill. Here you go. Bing! There it is. I need I need a little special sound for that. I gotta figure it out. Anyway, yeah. So, see, my whole point being, there will come a time when I'll get to see anything I want. And, who knows? Maybe it'll be the Great Wall. Okay, so maybe I don't want to see the Great Wall right now, but someday. All right, a little bit about myself. A very little, because I really... I don't want to talk about myself so much as um, the things going on and what we can do about it. I probably will. I'll try to always be um, somewhat helpful if I can be when I talk about myself, meaning if I tell you a story about myself or something, hopefully there will be a reason behind it like okay so she's telling us this story but what's the point I I I do that though that that can happen just so you know I may tell you a story and you'll say what was the point and we'll say I don't know because I got distracted and I went off on a tangent and I lost track of where I was and it's just sometimes that's the way it is but the little bit about myself tiny little points I have two sons, they're raised and grown, and I'm so thankful for that because that means they're not currently in the horrific education system, not being indoctrinated. I'm changing the word, by the way, and and I get to do that because I do. Um, they're no longer being educated, they're being indoctrinated, so it's an indoctrination system. And I believe that any teacher that refuses to go back to the schools can be replaced. And there are tons of people who need a teaching job that are very willing, ready, and able to step right up and take those jobs. Bye-bye. You don't want to teach our kids. And by teach, I mean teach, not indoctrinate. So long. You're probably... If you don't want to go into the school and teach a child because you're so dang afraid that you might catch the virus, then stay home. Don't. 
I don't want you teaching my child anyway because you're going to tell him to be afraid. You know, God did not give us a spirit of fear, period. And we are not to be afraid. That's what this is all about. This whole down is up cycle got started with the lockdowns. But actually, now that I'm thinking and pondering about it, I think it started a little bit earlier than that. I think it started with a golden escalator and this man coming down the escalator with his beautiful wife. And I think the world went crazy at that moment. Right at that moment, the world said, Oh, no, 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 no. And the people said, what? <laughs> you see, the world is the world. And we the people are we the people. And within we the people are patriots, moms and dads. But I believe the vast majority of we the people probably believe in, to, at the very least, a higher power. Um, more than likely, they believe in God. And ultimately, I think, I don't know, if, if I had to guess, I would say 55%, maybe 60%, of the patriots believe in Jesus as their Lord and believe that he's coming back. He's going to take back what his father made for him and set everything right. And in the meantime, we're down here living in down as up world. We may not like it, but we have to remember that we're not walking alone. In fact, I'm doing um, an old Bible study right now that um, I had on my shelf. And I, I originally, quote unquote, did the Bible study in 2009. And it's Beth Moore's Daniel Bible study. And no matter what you may or may not think of Beth Moore, I don't really care. Um, I love her. And while she has an interesting, shall we say, opinion about Donald Trump, I do not hold it against her. That is not my job. And anyway, the Beth Moore study I am doing on Daniel is, um, let's see, I just finished the part where Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and by the way, do you know that it's Abednego? All my life, literally. I think I even made it through the first time I did this study and didn't realize it then. It's not Abednego, it's Abednego. 
A B E D N E G O. Who knew? Not me. <laughs> I did not know that. Somehow, for some reason, my eyes were opened. This time, not last time, not any other time I've read the book of Daniel. What the heck? So tell me, tell me, tell me. When you read the Bible, and I hope you do read the Bible, and if you don't read the Bible, I am strongly encouraging you to read the Bible. Don't you find that you learn something every single time? Whether or not it's some life-altering thing, or that it's a bednago, not a bendigo. <laughs> Three extra points if you can tell me their original names. Time's up. Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Oh, see, I did it. I said Abednego. I meant Abednego. See, it's going to take me some time, people. Give me some grace, please. All right, carry on. Okay, so anyway, if you don't know the story about them, <clears throat> excuse me, they were thrown into the fiery furnace. Dun, dun, dun. Need some dramatic music there. And... Basically, what Beth teaches us is there are three scenarios. When you're walking in this crazy down-is-up world, when you're walking through the fire, there's basically three things that are going to happen. One, God is going to deliver you from it. He's going to say, nap. You go you you were standing on the edge there looking into the flame but not this time all right move along or like those three guys plop they fell into the fire they and when they went into the fire their hands were bound and their feet were bound and they had their clothes on and oh my gosh they couldn't possibly move and did you also know that the guys who brought them up to the fire were killed by the heat alone of the fire. And when they were consumed, the three boys fell into the furnace as a result. Well, so there's King Nebuchadnezzar looking around. And what does he see? Four walking entities. Not three but four. And some people think it was an angel, but my belief is that because the Bible says like the 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 fourth one was like a son of God. I believe it was Christ himself walking with them through that fire. And that's what he did. He walked with them through it. And Nebuchadnezzar was so pissed. Oh my gosh, he was mad. He couldn't believe it. And so what does he do? Calls him out. You guys get out here now. Quit horsing around in there, he says. Get out. Get out. Come on out. And I'm sure I'm sure he's waiting for them to get out and he's thinking, "Oh my gosh. 
what the heck? This is insanity. How did they do this? Well, he worships their king or their God. He worships the Lord God, but he doesn't change his heart. He doesn't claim God for his own. He tells everybody they have to worship the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And it's interesting to me because I think it's fascinating how the ropes and their bound, their their bondage, their whatever it was, the bindings, the ropes that were holding their arms and legs together were burned away. But they experienced no burns and they didn't even smell like the smoke when they got out. That is a good God who will carry us through. And he always is with us. Even if we're walking alone, do you know that there's always four of us in the fire? Always. It's you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Always. And even if you have to um, take option three, which is, uh, shall we say, sometimes not the best option, not the favored option, um, but you'll be delivered by the fire into his holy hands and he'll be there waiting for you and you'll be saved and you'll be living forevermore with him. That happens too. And are you willing to take that step to, to tell your King Nebuchadnezzar, I will not worship your false god. I will not do it. I will not wear your masks anymore. I will keep my business open to feed my children. I'm sorry, but I can't, I can't do it any other way. You know, at some point, we have to establish ourselves as a country that does not want anything more to do with the control that they're trying to have over us. And the minute they started saying this whole mask thing, I was like, oh, hang on. This is going to get ugly. And I started doing my own research. And boy, did I learn a lot. And I remember it was December 2019. I was watching Tucker Carlson, whom, by the way, I used to have a little crush on. I've kind of gotten over it now. Yeah, he's married too. So, you know, poo-poo on that. Anyhow, um, I was watching Tucker Carlson, December 2019. He brought up this virus. He made a little mention of it. And I thought, I'm going to look that up and see what I can find. So I did. I did some digging. And I found out that this virus was intentionally made. And I'll tell you more about that another time. (laughs) Ooh, that's called a carrot and a stick. But anyway, it was, and it's wreaking havoc on our whole planet. 
and all I want to do is open some eyes and hopefully get people to start thinking for themselves and not falling victim to that little, well, in some places they're quite large, box called a television. Tell a vision. My dad taught me that when I was really little and it never left my head. It's called a tell a vision because that's what its job is. It's going to tell you a vision. And you have to determine, is that vision truth or not? And sometimes they make it obvious. You know, if you're watching a cartoon, maybe it's Wile E. Coyote and the Roadrunner. And the poor coyote dies 33,000 times in an episode. I hate to tell you this, but that's not real. I know, I know, I just broke the hearts of many, but it's truth, and that's the way it is. His world was down as up for a long time, that poor guy. He's out there tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> He's out there right now chasing that roadrunner, and he just never learns. So, all this, that, and the other thing being said to say, we have to learn. We have to stand together to learn what will help, how we can help each other, how we can help ourselves, and what do you think God wants us to do? That's got to be our standard. And that was our standard as a country for 250 almost years. We almost made it. Almost. Just that close. That close. To 250. Maybe we still can. I don't know. I know nothing. 